Welcome to Opus Private Clients Wealth Style Podcast. All of the material discussed on our podcasts have specific themes, and that's to move your wealth and lifestyle forward, increase your purpose, and provide you with clarity and confidence. Opus's mantra is always forward. We have found that regardless of one's wealth, moving your lifestyle forward is the number one priority for our clients. On our podcasts, we'll share our rich 35 years of experience in designing strategies, share clients' experiences, and introduce resources that have positively impacted our clients. We trust that you will enjoy our direct, transparent, and realistic approach to positively impacting the quality of you and your family's lives. Now, on to the show with your well-style hosts, Russ Carpentieri and Yvonne Watanabe. Hello and welcome to Opus Private Clients Wealth Style Podcast with Russ Carpentieri and Yvonne Watanabe. Today is their inaugural podcast, meaning their very, very first one, and we get to learn about them, a little bit about their history with business, uh, and also a little bit about their personal lives. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you guys? Good morning. Good morning. All right, Russ and Yvonne, I, I appreciate you starting this. I know you guys have a ton to offer to not only your clients, but anybody that's going to be listening to this podcast series that you're putting forward uh, and I've got some questions for you. You guys ready to dive in? Sure. All right. Russ, I'm going to start with you because we, we were talking before the podcast. I know that you started Opus 36 years ago, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct? That's correct. Fantastic. Can you can you tell us kind of how you how you started Opus or what was the vision for starting Opus? What What drove you to do it? You know, after five years in the financial services industry, and I was just watching how people were making decisions, uh, they were coming in, I was looking at the things that they had purchased, all their concerns. I realized that the industry was really kind of a, a lousy experience for the client. And really smart people were buying things they didn't understand. They were involved in, you know, dis disconnected strategies. And I thought to myself, imagine if we could create something really unique that would allow them to get their arms around everything that they're doing and assess whether it was aligned with where they wanted to go, and we can prove it out mathematically. And that was the start of our business. And every day we sit here and say, how can we make that better and how can we make that better? The testament is super smart people walk through the door, very successful, and that's exactly what happens. They have a lot of stuff and they just really very often don't understand the interrelationship of all those pieces. We put that together, the end result's unbelievable. Do you think they purchased those things because it was just misinformation or they were, why do you think that happened as often as it did? I think they were, it was the product of how people buy things, you know, and, and it's the, it's the, it's the product of the time. You know, you look at people who buy uh, many life insurance policies, I can tell you when they bought them because that was kind of the designer product mm -hmm. of the day. Mm -hmm. And they bought this type and then this type and then this type. There was no strategy around it. By the time I walk in, they go, I have all this stuff, but I really don't know. Is it good? Is it bad? Does it still work with me? And I said, again, if we could figure out how to, how to basically educate them, say whether or not it is good or is not good, how does that fit into your world and come up with an ongoing monitoring system and strategy, you know, that would be ideal. And that's what we've created. And I think that's part of the reason why I joined the organization in 2013, right? Is that when I looked at the landscape of everything that was available for me to bring my business from Boston to New York, you know, that wasn't the case. 
right? Everybody was really just selling product, mm -hmm. right? Or just having their sort of product, you know, flavor of the month. And it wasn't about a client experience. It wasn't about integrating all the things that they have going on. The model here at Opus is unique. And I really bought into that. And our clients really buy into that. Again, they're really smart people that are super busy, don't have a lot of time on their hands, but really want to spend time with their family. So they leverage our abilities, our process to be able to help guide them to where it is that they want to go. When, when Yvonne was looking for a position and he came in to interview and he told me it was between us and another firm, I said, here's the deal. If you want to go push product and be measured every day by what you sell, go to the other firm. If you want to make a difference in people's lives, come to Opus. Right. And I mean, I think, you know, when I when I asked my wife and I kind of had the conversation with her, it was very obvious that Opus was going to be the place for me to land. Right. I felt great about being able to have a client base here that if something happened to me, that they would be well taken care of, that, you know, their lives would continue to go on because of the integrity that we have here at Opus and that it was very process based. Right. It was about math. It was about understanding the client's true vision and what they want to have for their lives and not about, you know, the, the Vogue product of the day. That's fantastic. And I'm, I'm really glad, Yvonne, that you also jumped in there, kind of tell your take on why you joined. Uh, that really gives a good solid foundation for why Opus was created in the first place and why it continues to be so powerful and, and as strong of a company as it is. Now let's go into the second question, which is who do you work with and what is your specialty? Yeah, I, our clients are uh, generally high income earners and successful business owners, um, mostly in the Westchester County area and also in New York City. Um, but we do work with people all over the country. And, you know, our basic premise is to help people with um, that are open minded, that care about their families, that are forward thinking. And, and those are our ideal clients and generally who we work best with. People that are pretty motivated. Absolutely. Right on. So what do you do for those clients then? The best thing we can do is motivate them to consider the process that we're going to take them through and to take action. If we can get them to understand the value of what we do and what the outcome will be, then we feel that we've succeeded in the first step of getting them to move them forward. Perfect. And I know we're going to be talking about that process in a future podcast uh, that we're going to really break it down because it's it's not just a hey, meet and greet and come on into the office, have a cup of coffee, and, and this is what we're going to do for you. It really is something that they're involved in and they get excited about. And we've talked about that before, and I know we'll be talking about that on future podcasts. So, But I want to move on, and I want to ask you how you acquire new clients because taking them through a process is great, but getting them in the door is, uh, I guess, the, the hardest part for a lot of advisors. I think the testament to the process uh, is that 100% of our clients come from personal referral. Mm. We could be in the middle of uh, working with a client and they could start the conversation by saying, you know, I have two people that I really care about that I'd like you to reach out to. I'm going to make the introduction to us. That's a testament that they see the value in what we do and they want to share that with people that they care about. Yeah. And that obviously makes them very knowledgeable about your process if they're willing to already share it with people they care about, like you said. So what kind of client education do you do? Uh, to help reinforce what you've taught them? Well, the entire process is about education. We're very transparent. Unlike a lot of other, I think, firms and people in our business, we empower them. We educate them on every strategy that we're considering or um, 
really exposing them to. It's really their plan. It's not our plan. But when mm -hmm. you go through that discovery process and they say, you know, the aha moment comes, they say, wow, I didn't realize that or my perception of it was so different. And thank you for clarifying that uh, for me. You know, everything opens up, all the possibilities open up uh, and we're able to really introduce some great strategies to them. Yeah, and people really leave our process feeling powerful and feeling knowledgeable and educated and, and clear on how money works and how it's working for them, which is one of the reasons why we get so many introductions to their network, because they leave feeling completely different and really want to share that with their community. I know that this is not something that the two of you are able to accomplish on your own. As fantastic as you are, I know there's other people in the background. So kind of give us a glimpse of who's on your team and what do they do? There are a variety of people in the team with different disciplines. There's kind of some general characteristics that we require. Certainly one of them is um, very, very good math skills, advanced mathematics. The financial products today are very, very complicated. Mm -hmm. our, our team can pretty much take apart any product and really tell a client um, you know, the probability of it working the way it's been presented to them, that it, we spend a lot of time on that in a given day. The other thing is very um, service-centric, people with a lot of empathy, talking to clients, following up. But I will say one thing, one of the big criteria that, that I have in assessing a team member is I want them to be detached from the financial outcome of anything that we do here. They all have to be from a character perspective, I want to make sure that they're running their life prudently and that there's nothing sitting out there that could impact the recommendation or decision that would be counter to our model. So we're pretty careful in who we hire. And, you know, the average tenure of uh, an Opus team member is north of 15 years. We don't lose people. Wow. Uh, they basically stay and flourish and just, you know, do very well and are, are very happy in their environment. That 15 years, that's that's outstanding. How many people are on the team? How many people are with Opus right now? There's there's numerous teams. Right now, we have about 22 people in total mm. and producers and team members, but it's very structured. We've kind of replicated that template of, um, you know, from an advisor down to uh, people that handle different aspects of the process. Everything is very, very structured. Um, you know, so that the experience is flawless to the to the individual and their family. Great. And you spoke a lot about character. And I really like that there's there's very few people that will will say that as part of their, you know, just the introduction to who they bring onto their team. They they talk about education, background, specialties, and, and all these other things, but you brought up character, which I love. And so I'm gonna ask this question: what does the Opus team do in the community? Well, we take a fair percentage of our profits and we put them into the Opus Foundation. It is our nonprofit organization that supports children's charities around uh, the country. Um, you know, we do get asked to participate in a lot of different events, but again, we're very careful in who we give money to because, uh, you know, these organizations have to run prudently and fairly and we kind of mm -hmm. do our own due diligence on that. We want to make sure that, you know, the dollar for dollar goes towards the cause. So everybody is super committed to doing that. We sit around uh, various times in the year and talk about, should we support this charity or that charity? And it's been great. And we've given away north of $1.3 million 
um, of basically monies to various charities in Westchester, New York City, Connecticut. I love that. I, I, I'll, I'll just say thank you. My wife and I worked for Boys Town uh, in Nebraska for about 12 years and raised 70 kids. Uh, kids are on my heart all the time, so I really appreciate what you guys are doing. And uh, I look forward to hearing that 1.3 million grow even more as you guys find more success. All right, when you guys aren't working, what are you guys doing? Uh, for the most part, spending time with my wife whenever she uh, gets time away from the hospital. Uh, she's a, re- a medical resident mm. uh, currently and uh, spending time traveling and, and, and uh, time with family. I think that's what, and playing basketball. Those are the things where I spend most of my time. Nice. Russ? Well, for me, it's, um, I love playing golf. It's probably the most difficult sport that I've ever played. Very little margin of error. I'm just, um, you know, always consumed by the level of accuracy, which is kind of my personality. And uh, I do that. I create a you know, very healthy lifestyle, exercise quite a bit, and that's, uh, I really enjoy doing that. Other than, of course, spending time with my four children that are, you know, growing up and moving on and in college and getting married, et cetera, which is just very rewarding. Nice. That's got to be great. All right, guys, here's an interesting question for you. If you had all the money you ever needed, what would you do? I would love to run a giant foundation for charity. Mm-hmm. I really would. I, you know, I have the financial background to do it. I have the empathy to do it. We do it here at Opus. But if you, you know, if I could do one thing other than what I'm doing, uh, it would be just vetting out great opportunities and giving money away and impacting people and communities, and it would be very rewarding. Now, your your foundation, you said, is is basically New York, correct? Well, we give you know, regardless of where the um, you know the need is, but you know, oh, most okay. of the most of the requests come in through the tri-state area. And it's all geared towards impacting the lives of children. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I love that. Um, so if you had the, all the money, you'd be able to go worldwide with that. I mean, that would be, that'd be fantastic. That, and that would be so much fun. I think that you already said that your wife and yourself, you get so much pleasure from it and just so much satisfaction. I can imagine being able to, you know, quadruple that impact and, and quintuple and whatever other words you can use for 100 times what you're doing already. I think that would be That'd be awesome. Yeah. My friend started a, a company called Charity Water where they drill wells all over the world. It started out as a small little company. And I just, I don't know how many, you know, tens of millions of dollars, but they're, they're all over the place. It started literally as a, as a dream. And you, you, you talk to him and you go down to their office. That place is teeming. The energy is unbelievable. Because every day they're working on creating clean water for people in in all, all corners of the world. And it's it's just so much fun to, to go down there and visit them and talk to them. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, I think for me, I would like to impact as many uh, Latino leaders as I possibly could, right? And try to uh, impact that community and um, focus on uh, some startups and some initiatives that need funding that aren't getting the proper funding. I'd love to be able to to help impact that community and those businesses. All right. All right, guys, what is your idea of success? I think for us, it's it's what we do every day. I mean, we feel very successful. We can bring someone through a process, impact them in some positive way, move them forward, give them a lot of clarity. It, it's very, it, it gives us a lot of satisfaction. And quite frankly, it's, you know, we're probably a little 
you know, uh, you know, focused on being a little geeky about that, but it gives it, it fuels us. It's what, you know, keeps us coming back every day and recreating new processes and refining things. It's, it's what we love to do. Yeah. It's finding unique ways to, to make an impact on the communities in which we operate and live in. Right. So at some point for me, at least when I'm no longer here, I want to make sure that I made a substantial impact on my community and that that's the legacy that I'm able to leave behind. That really would is what continues to drive the day-to-day. That's great. All right, if you had one thing, just one thing that you recommend most to clients, family, or friends, and that could be anything. We're talking pizza or books or a vehicle or how to ride a bike. I have no idea. What's the one thing you would recommend most to clients, family, and friends? I, I would say, hands down, it's exercise regularly. All right, is there any specific exercise besides golf, Russ, that you, that you say is better than the rest? I think you just have to move. You have to get up. You have to move. You have to walk, do something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that the more you do that, the more you're going to hold off all sorts of, you know, horrible things uh, that can occur. I, we see it in our business all the time. People that exercise and engage in healthy activities and are positive thinkers, um, you know, have a very, you know, very different outlook and certainly appear to have a, a very different health status. Yeah, there's so much medical evidence that backs that up. People are happier. They, I mean, you get to spend more time with your family and friends and going and doing things than just kind of wasting away. So I agree 100%. My wife would agree that I need to do that more. So <laughs> probably should work on that. Uh, all right, this is my favorite question, guys. I'm not going to let you slide on this one at all. Tell me one thing or tell the audience one thing that most people don't know about you. <laughs> should have um, thought about this one. <laughs> uh, I was in, hold on me. Uh, Come on, spill it. I think it's a good one. Um, <laughs> Prison? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, I was heavily involved in acapella when I was in high school. Nice. Um, very, very heavily involved in, uh, in the choir and acapella and gospel. It was a big part of my life when I was you know, younger. Me too. I love that. Absolutely. Russ, I got completely shocked right now because I did not know that about him. Oh, really? Nice. I had no idea. Um, I would say I'm, you know, I I have a big soft spot for, you know, uh, people less fortunate. Kind of bothers me to see some of the things that are going on, you know, in the world, in our community. And Mm -hmm. I would say that, um, it's it's probably a lot deeper than most people know. Got it. But you're doing something about it. That's what's beautiful. Yeah, it gives me unbelievable satisfaction. And my wife too. We we just we we love it. My wife Susie does a ton of charitable work. Uh, works with you know kids, families. She's just she's incredibly focused on uh, on on you know, working in the Latin community and just, you know, all sorts of kind of give backs. And we're just at a point in our life where that's where we just, it gives us huge, huge feeling of, uh, you know, good vibes. Fantastic. All right, guys, what is your proudest achievement? Mine has to be, uh, hands down, uh, my family and my kids, you know, I've got, um, three great kids, one stepdaughter, great, great kid and um you know teaching them values and 
and doing the right thing. And it's just been uh, incredible, you know, in journey. I, I, I've said this a hundred times in different events. Everyone knows that if you ask that question, that's what they would come up with. And mm-hmm. it's a pleasure to see them grow and a lot of really fun times ahead. Yeah, uh, for me, I think um, it would be getting married a couple of years ago, probably my greatest achievement. Professionally, I would say being honored in the Latino community for a 30 under 30 and recently a 40 under 40 award for my work in the in the Latino community has been uh, my greatest achievement. I have a huge passion to move and impact uh, that community and continue to do a lot of work there as well. That's great. And what I love about both your answers is I know that you're passing those passions on to Russ, your kids, and Yvonne, your community. And, and I know that you're inspiring other people in those communities to step up as well, because the, the, one of the greatest things we can do is be that example to show it, it doesn't take necessarily just money to be able to help with charity. It takes time and it takes stepping into the environment and saying, hey, this is what I want to do and this is how I want to help. So I encourage you guys just keep on doing that. I know you will. You don't need my encouragement, uh, but I, I just think it's fantastic. Thanks again for doing that. Um, we're kind of closing the podcast down. We're getting to the end of our time together. Uh, and I'm hoping that this podcast absolutely explodes and that tons of people are going to be listening to it. So I'm going to ask you a question. Who should be listening to this podcast? And then can you give us a teaser of what they're going to be learning? I think anybody who wants to you know, progress forward, move forward at some point in their life, whether it's just their own wealth or to make a difference or in their business, impact someone, uh, we're, we're the right firm because of how we think. It's ingrained in our culture. Um, we pass on a lot of personal knowledge and just knowledge from our existing client base. So anybody who wants to you know, move forward in some part of their life, they would be a prime candidate to, to work with us and go through our process. All right. And the second part of that, what are they going to be learning? They're going to learn that they're capable of so much more. So many people have personal dreams, business dreams, financial dreams, but they mm-hmm. really can't find the firm that helped them move them through to an end. And that's what, when they come to us, they learn about all the possibilities. And that's, that's what really fuels us and what excites us in working with people every day. That's great. Uh, that's going to be incredibly beneficial to everybody that tunes into this podcast. And we're going to be asking each one of you that's listening now to share this with your family and friends because they'll get such benefit out of it. And a little rumor that I heard is that uh, Yvonne will be singing acapella on the next podcast, uh, quite possibly, if he can pick a song in time. And I'm really looking forward to that, Yvonne. I'm definitely going to regret sharing that information. <laughs> I personally can't wait. <laughs> You know, I didn't tell anybody this, but I actually was a synchronized swimmer in college. Were you really? No. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> Acapella? Oh, yeah. man. I'm sorry. Listen. It... Uh, so much for background checks. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd only known. Uh, you know, synchronized swimming. Are you? Come on now. That would be great. Like, that would be great on your resume, Russ. It would be. But or maybe just... not. Felt that it was. I'm sure there's some great synchronized swimmers out there. Right? Uh, I'm going to regret <laughs> Divulging that information. Yeah, you shouldn't have gone first. No. <laughs> All right, as people are listening to this and they're saying, you know what, this these are guys that I can click with. This is something that makes sense to me. And as they're learning and as they're realizing, I can do so much more if I just have the right team on my side. How do they get a hold of you guys? They can reach out to us. Uh, visit our website, www.opus-pc.com. All right. 
Well, I look forward to hearing how many people are reaching out and uh, the changes that you're affecting in their lives and the realizations that they're coming to. So guys, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. Thank you. All right. And thank you all for listening to the Opus Private Clients Wealth Style Podcast with Russ Carpentieri and Yvonne Watanabe. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, which I know you haven't because this is the very first one, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Russ and Yvonne come out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your friends and family. Thank you so much for listening today. For everyone at Opus Private Client LLC, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Wealth Style Podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Opus Private Client, LLC. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities, LLC, PAS, OSJ 800 Westchester Avenue, 4th Floor, Suite N409, 914-288-8800, Rybrook, New York, 10573. Securities products and advisory services offered through PAS, member FINRA, SIPC. Financial representatives of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. PAS is wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Opus Private Client is not an affiliate or subsidiary of PAS or Guardian. CA Insurance License Numbers 0H44206 and 0C72511. Guardian, its subsidiaries, agents, and employees do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Consult your tax, legal, or accounting professional regarding your individual situation. Compliance Approval 2022-138483 expires May 2024.